Cult Podcast features adult themes and graphic descriptions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Now please, enjoy the show. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Andrea Gazzetta! Yay! And it's Armando's week! Hello! Mooney's Part 3. Mooney's Part 3. Oh, God. My brain hurts. This has been the most exhausting fucking series that we've ever done for me. Because... I look. I know he's a bad guy. All right. I know he, he's. A, there's no but. There's he's no, a bad dude. No, there is a but. It's because like there's a point. I know he tried to do it in the butt, and this is called the Moonies. <laughs> but that doesn't make him a good dude. No, it's just like here's where the butt comes in. Um, and not the buddy comes in. Here's where the hey, butt. No. Here's where the butt comes in. It's because he's such a bad person, and he never stops lying. Every single fact about himself is a fucking lie. It's all lies, and it hurts my brain. So where's the butt in this? Oh, he's just worse than you could think a person could be. Okay. And also, he talks like an idiot. Um, I, I just love that when Armando started this, he's like, "Yeah, it'll just be like one episode." Then he's like, "I guess it has to be two. And then he was like. It just it just has to be three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't count on them being as densely dumb as they turned out to be. So uh, let's just jump right in. The Moonies, part three. The sources for today's episode are archived files on Sun Young Moon and his church by the FBI, articles archived and translated by How Well Do You Know Your Moon, the deposition of Sam Park, Sun Young Moon in his own words, the 1973 book, Those Curious New Cults by William J. Peterson. The 1977 book, Sun Myung Moon and the Unification Church by Frederick Sontag. And the 1997 Sun Myung Moon, The Early Years by Michael Breen. Alright, so previously on Cult Podcast. Sun Myung Moon, born 1920 in North Korea, attends the church of Bak Kim. Moon takes the ideas and basic principles from Bak and abandons him and his own family in 1945. Uh, once freed from prison, Moon starts preaching in South Korea. He attracts a few followers early on, including Hyo Won Yu, who becomes uh, President Yu later on. In 1954, Yu and Moon set up a church in Seoul and attract local college students. Moon's church explodes in controversy after people find out about the blood cleansing that he was doing, which is the process of having sex with women three times so that that way their wombs are clean. Ugh. Yummy. Uh, to combat, to combat, but did you say yummy? <laughs> it came out of my mouth, and I was like, too late to go back now. <laughs> that was the most that sarcastically. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Now. <laughs> To combat bad press, Moon sends missionaries to Japan and America in 1958 and 1959. With missionaries overseas going well, Moon is prepared for the next step in his plan. And that brings us to the start of today's episode. In 1959, Moon announces to his followers of his plans to remarry in one year. 
He rapidly changed his teachings to reflect his new belief that marriage was the key to salvation. Uh, Moon again was stealing from Beck because he was attempting to fulfill his role as the new Jacob. Which is what we talked about, how Bax saw, him, saw himself. Yeah. Uh, his plan was marrying two of the daughters of one of his followers. Oh. Gross. I and mean, like Jacob did. I get yeah. it. But. His plan was to marry one daughter, uh, get her pregnant, divorce her, get married to the other daughter, and then impregnate her. This way he could avoid a bigamy charge. See, this oh, is... I don't God. know why guys are so goal-focused on knocking people up. Like, this is an R. Kelly thing, too, where he had a song called Girl, I'm Gonna Get You Pregnant. Like, the whole song was just him being like, I love you so much, I'm gonna put a baby in you. And you're like, that's not the only way to show love. Please stop creating humans unnecessarily. I remember when they played that at my prom and everyone was like, Mmm! <laughs> <laughs> Why do we have a why do we have a crisis? Human extinction while we still can. There I'm just saying. I'm did, just saying. Did you not leave room for Jesus at your prom? Yeah, leave room for the Holy Spirit. No, we left. We had to leave Bible a, with the part. We had to leave enough room for the uh, crew for MTV's new show, Almost Teen Moms. Oh. They were there. <laughs> they sponsored my high school dance. <laughs> Moon's announced marriage plans were actually part of a grift old Smelly Boy was pulling because Smelly Boy. The mother of the two daughters belonged to a billionaire family and was the former owner of the second largest insurance company in Korea. So he would be the beneficiary of much of that because he has two kids in their family. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Uh, however, we want prenup. We want prenup. God, Kanye. Has yeah. he ever said or done a wrong thing? Oh, okay. <laughs> has, he ever, has Kanye West? He, he has. A hundred percent he has. Oh, yeah. Kanye and Moon have one thing in common, and that they're narcissistic fuckheads. However, a few months before the wedding, the older sister abandoned the church and broke off from the engagement. Moon blamed the remaining sister and called off their engagement as well. The remaining sister, by the way, was Annie Choi, with whom Moon had an illegitimate son with. Great. Down the line named Sam Park. Okay. And that's where we get a lot of uh, the information about Moon's misdoings. Because Moon had set up the heavenly schedule and the importance of marrying right at 40... He had to quickly find a new bride in about four months. And Paige, you've planned a wedding with a man that you've loved for years. <laughs> right, yes. Imagine trying to plan one for somebody you meet in the next four months. Well, there'd be no centerpieces, I'll tell you fucking that. Because <laughs> that's what I've been agonizing over now, is I'm just like, what? And it's a year away. And yeah, still... and imagine, imagine you're like, all right, I got to plan this wedding that's going to happen in four months, but also... Who's going to be the bride? <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Uh, Moon again found himself having a difficult time finding anyone who actually wanted to marry him. Uh, no, really? Yeah, hmm. and so right now we're actually going to take a step into one of the most frequently used segments in this fucking series. The speculation zone. The correction zone. Oh, fuck. Oh. Damn. Yeah. Moon wasn't the super eligible bachelor he claimed to be. No, really? Go fucking figure. I'm so shocked. In fact... In fact, Moon had said of his first wife, I don't know if you guys remember this, mm -hmm. I, I mentioned that he said that uh, he was like the 24th person to be suggested and he was the first one that the family approved of. Right. Well, like any good liar knows how to do, Moon based his lie on a truth because he had been rejected by 23 other women and his first wife was the only one to accept his courtship. Gross. In 
fact, his wife's family hated Moon so much that his wife had to, like, go against her family to marry this dude. The main reason she did so was because Moon had attended Wasada University in Japan and had an education uncommon for Koreans at the time, although she later revealed to everyone that he had lied about that, too. He actually only attended night classes at a technical school in Tokyo and hadn't attended any universities ever. (laughs) That's what I mean, though. It's just, like, this guy lies about, like, the smallest shit where you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Why did you do that? Of course, it's to make himself look more important. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it. I mean, dude. I feel like he genuinely didn't... Well, also, yeah, he truly couldn't because if Moon... uh, Moon was born in 1920, so he had no way of knowing about the internet and the coming power to literally... I can ask Google. Right. uh, Like, an information about somebody. Like, I can just do it whenever. But... Even with the internet, there's so much misinformation. And if he's propagating his own information about himself, I mean, even some of your reporting, that's why we have the corrections. Oh, yeah, because we have to, because this guy will say some dumbass shit. And then uh, it just gets, uh, like, spread throughout everywhere. And it's just hard to pick apart. That's why we need to take multiple sources. And sometimes it's wrong, because sometimes people take sources. You have to dig into where your sources find their sources, because sometimes we'll see... Those things are not necessarily the greatest, most reliable sources ever. Uh, so, Moon's requirements for marriage were actually fairly simple, sort of. She had to be a quote-unquote nobody. Oh, I thought you meant just alive. I thought that was yeah. going to be... That was number one. Number two was that she had to be a nobody, and there had to be no problem with parental consent. Fortunately slash unfortunately for Hak Jahan, she fit these requirements. Hak Jahan was born on February 10th, 1943, which is the year that Moon met his first wife, by the way. Oh, jeez. She was an illegitimate child between a cook, her mother, and a married teacher, her father. Yikes. Uh, Suffice to say, the father was not around for a lot of her life, and Hak Jahan grew up at her mother's parents' uh, cottage in the country. Because her father wasn't around, the problem of consent was not an issue as far as marriage goes. Hak Jahan also wasn't the daughter of a billionaire family. She was the teenage daughter of a devoted follower to Moon and Moon's personal cook. Gross! Yeah. Uh, In 1960, at the age of 17, Hak Jahan dropped out of St. Joseph's Nursing School to marry Moon. She was going to be a nurse. She was in college and she dropped out because somebody was like, oh, I'm going to marry you. And she was like, bitch, I guess. <laughs> Yikes. So she dropped Yikes. out of school to marry this guy. In order to explain the age difference and the deviation from the two brides plan, Moon explained that he was forming the first sinless relationship just like that of Adam and Eve. Gross. More this like is- Adam and creep. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this is a quote from Moon on Hak Jahan's age. The person destined to be mother should not be in her 20s. In fact, she should not be over 18 years of age. Ugh. Not even a day. Because Eve fell when she was 16, the connection is made over three years to the age of 19. In the fallen realm, teenagers are troublemakers. But from the Korean viewpoint, in the secular world, the younger a girl is, the closer she is to the foundation of chastity. Ugh. Gross. Yeah, there's Ugh. paragraphs on him saying creepy, creepy shit in his own words. And I don't want to read all of them, so I picked out a couple other key choices. 
Hak Jahan needed to be obedient, like a lamb. In all respects, she needed to find the condition by which she would be absolutely obedient. Which is just some 50 shades of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and then here's another one. Am I not 23 years older than mother? I am old enough to be her father. Who on earth marries a woman young enough to be his daughter? True love, however, transcends age. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, he Gross. knows it's wrong and still did it. Yeah, he's an asshole. On April 11th, 1960, Moon and Hak Jahan were married at the head church for the HSA UWC. Even their fucking abbreviation is so goddamn long. Before the holy wedding took place, which is what they call the the joining of Hak Jahan and Sun Young Moon, because uh, they were becoming true father and true mother, and they would be the parents. Remember how uh, Moon reports that he is a parent to everyone on earth in accordance with or uh, in addition to also being the messiah well he needed a true mother and so hak jahan is now true mother which puts her i believe at a position higher than jesus on his scale of like who matters by oh, the way jeez um, before the holy wedding took place, Moon had a blessing ceremony where he married three couples at once. This was to punctuate Moon's message that marriage was the key to salvation. Uh, the three couples consisted of high-ranking church members, including President Yu, uh, but also included Chung Dao Oak's marriage to Kim Won Pil. If those names sound kind of familiar, it's because that marriage's purpose was to cover up Chung's pregnancy with one of Moon's illegitimate children. Uh, not surprised. No. So he fucking, he knocked this girl up and then uh, he was like, oh, dude, I can't go to jail for bigamy. I already served a bunch of sentences for bigamy. Can you imagine the fucking balls on this guy? I, kinda, I just don't want to. They're probably really smelly. Uh, don't imagine uh, the balls at all. He's a smelly boy. Mm, smelly ball boy. But um <laughs> But can you imagine just the fucking nerve of this guy to officiate a wedding between uh, President Yu and his wife, who actually loved each other, and then also this other people who he's like, he's forcing these two together. Mm. He played matchmaker and put them together to be married to cover up the uh, pregnancy of his illegitimate son. And he married them before marrying his 17-year-old wife. Mm-hmm. He's gross. He's just so gross. He is. He's I'm a he's upset. a fucking monster. Moon's family-oriented and unification-based teachings appealed to many people, and by 1961, uh, in Korea alone, there were over 30 churches overseen by Moon. Uh, the churches were probably like the pioneer mission churches that he set up in Daegu, and later on he set them up in America and Japan. They were probably just somebody that was there like, Hey, let me tell you about this stinky boy! Ugh. And then people were like, Ooh, stinky boy. Did you say stinky boy? <laughs> See, my pro- the problem with my god is that he can just wear like any hat, and they're like, <laughs> Let me tell you about true big-headed father. But what's the dancing situation? <laughs> if he needed to beat out a rhythm, he could do it. <laughs> Aww. I don't want to think about him beating anything out. That's exactly. <laughs> oh, no. I just think that the main problem with Jesus is that he didn't know how to have fun if he wanted to, you know? That's not true. He made wine for that wedding and gave everyone loaves and fish. That's fair. I just wanted Jesus that I could get a beer with, you know? That's what I want. Um, 
This allowed for Moon to take the next step in his mission, mass marriage ceremonies. Now, we're going to get into... I like that into... that's his next logical step. Not like, hey, maybe I should tell the truth sometimes. No. No. Well, what I what's interesting about this is that you see him ramping up in a way. Where, yeah. like, before he gets married, he's like, oh, I gotta, uh, huh, um... Oh no, I technically <laughs> married this woman and then I got an illegitimate son. I got to cover this shit up. Right. So he's like, well, I'm going to marry this couple off. But then he was like, that's going to look too suspicious. I got a couple, I got to get a couple other people. So he goes to his friend, President Yu, and he's like, hey man, uh, remember you were telling me how much you love your wife? You want to get married today? Uh, you want to get married today? And then he found like another couple and he's like, hey man. You wanna get married today? And then he, he like sandwiched his crime in between two other marriages because he was like, this won't be suspicious at all. The two truths and a lie game of marriages. Yeah. And so he he did that and you see as this goes on, it's like he's trying to see how far he can fucking push these people. Right. Um, he also liked to talk about how perfect of a matchmaker he was. Uh if you read all right. If you read all 42 parts of Sun Myung Moon in his own words, three things will happen. One, you will go insane. Right. I truly think that I killed off some of my brain cells either by having to process his buck wild sentence structure (laughs) or B, staring at just bricks of text with no pictures. (laughs) Two, you will strain your relationship with any person in close proximity to you. It's just so much yelling. And then then three, it's interesting because you'll see him really talk about like you get the sense that he said all of these things so many times that he kind of truly believes it in his own mind right well that's the thing with pathological liars is the lie becomes their truth yeah so they like literally if you do brain scans of people that are pathological liars they might not register like if you try to do like a lie detector test they might not register the lie because their own brain believes it so it physiologically looks the same as a truth yeah and that 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 is insane. So we'll see that as we go on. That a lot of this is him trying to like push it to the limit, push it to the limit. Lies. Na, 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 na. Moon. All right. Um, in 1961, Moon took 36 couples of his church and married them all at once. And except for 12 of those couples, Moon matched up members of his congregation together. Don't be fooled by Moon's new hard-on for marriage and dedication to your wife, though, because Moon just mixed in his blood cleansing ritual with the new marriage ceremony. Right. Yeah, so here is the relevant parts of the divine principle which is essentially moon's take on how the bible happened according to moon john the baptist was the one put in place to convince israel to follow jesus john acted as a pioneer mission church in a way familiarizing the people with the word of the lord and leading them to jesus however john became jealous that jesus was the one who was baptizing people and this made him fall and left his mission failed judas the most educated of jesus's flock was put in charge of convincing the people to follow jesus is this correct so far no 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 not at all so then 
So then not at all. So then it's nothing like anything. And this is just what he's teaching. So I just want you yeah, to know that. Yeah, it's insanity. John the Baptist got super murdered. Oh. Yeah, John the Baptist got super murdered. And Judas was nowhere near the most educated disciple. That would have been Luke. He was a doctor. Uh, so follow this shit. <laughs> However, one of Judas's earthly prides was his love for his uh, wife, Mary Magdalene. Nope. Not Mary even a and bit Judas true. were lovers, but Mary had long since fallen due to her previous employment record. Uh, Jesus, free of all sin, took Mary and performed his blood cleansing ritual in oh. order to free her of sin, so which is the sexiest part of the Bible, by the way. True. Um, I mean, that's what. Uh, Da Vinci Code is basically about there. There is speculation that Mary Magdalene was a romantic partner, or there of was Jesus. Of Jesus I, but it's I, like, there's not a lot of evidence for it in the Bible itself. It's only in the apocryphal texts. So depending on if you how much weight you put in the apocryphal texts, uh, unfortunately, this made Judas very jealous, and his love for Mary overcame his mission to help Jesus. So he failed in his mission as well. Uh, by abandoning them and selling them out for money. Is he did he sell did. them out for 30 pieces of silver, but just Jesus. He didn't sell anybody else out. Yeah, this says he sold them all out. If Judas would have overcome his feelings of jealousy towards Jesus, he would have reversed the failure of John the Baptist. Instead, he abandoned Mary and Jesus and betrayed them for money. In summation, if Judas would have been cool with Jesus banging his lady, he would have reversed the fall of Jesus' congregation and they would have been able to restore... Uh, all of them through Mary and birth a sinless generation. This was the basis for Moon's argument when he stated that he needed to have sex with the 36 brides in the marriage ceremony in order to cleanse them all of sin. According to former members and Moon's illegitimate children, Moon succeeded in that feat. Oh, so, God. yeah, literally. That's like somebody who just knew the characters in the Bible, but didn't actually read it. Yeah, this he, is Bible fan fiction. <laughs> it is Bible he fan fiction. He took the Bible, and then he took a soap opera he really liked, and he's like, they become one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah, I've heard that uh, Korean dramas are really good. and this They is, super are. Uh, the, the other thing is that there's a bunch of drawings of what he is kind of explaining as the divine principle. I'm just picturing them stick figures of the giant boob not they're not far up they're yeah. literally just like circles with people's names and he's like so you see here uh if judas would have been okay with it then it would have been fine um and since jesus fucks mary magdalene then mary magdalene is a sinless person now so if she fucks somebody else that cleanses their blood and then if they have children, they birth a sinless generation. And then you have a pure family. And that's how we should do this. And also, just don't get fucking mad, bro. Don't get mad, bro. Just let me do it, bro. Check out my fedora, bro. Let me do it. Let me fuck your wife. Gross. Two years later, on July 24th, 1963, Moon tested his abilities to convince his followers of what was a good idea. At a citizen's hall in Seoul, Moon married 124 couples in his first mass, mass marriage. Although, oh, all 124 couples were paired by Moon himself using pictures of each person with a short biography of each person as well, which is, he's just being Tinder. He was yeah, Tinder. Yeah. That's what happened back in the day, is Moon would get your little profile card and it would just like, in Korean, it would be like a... It'd be like a, here for a, here for a good time, not, not a, long a long time. time. <laughs> uh, 
moon, moon marry you. Nobody, nobody under six foot, and then they all were disqualified. <laughs> Pictures with tigers. Yeah. Um, no girls over eighteen. <clears throat> oh God. In 1971, Moon and his family moved to America. The Unification Church was becoming very popular in America due almost entirely to the efforts of Young Un Kim, the missionary that Moon sent to America in 1959. Hey, shameless plug, you want to know about the tragic story of Young Un Kim? Check it out on our blog, which is available at coldpodcastshow.com. It's really good and really sad. Um, the beliefs That's how of, you know it's good. <laughs> yeah. The beliefs of the church also had a part to play in its success. The church promoted patriotism, but also unity, unity between all nations. This is important to remember, too. This is taking place in the 70s. Right. So uh, it's promoting patriotism, but also like, hey, we should all come together and love each other. The church, due to Moon's many times in North Korean prisons, was also staunchly anti-communism because... and. This was taking place during the Cold War, so that sold real well in America. Yeah. The church was also pro-interracial marriage, weirdly I, I'm enough. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Down uh, with the swirl. Which had only been legal nationwide since 1965, by right. the way. Yeah. Loving versus insane. the state of Virginia? Yeah. yeah. Was it really called History Loving? Points. Yeah. It, it that was, was their, their last, last name. name. Oh, that's their last name? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was the concept of loving someone. No. <laughs> I mean, what a beautiful... It is. Happenstance, though. The end of the hippie movement also played a key role as idealistic young Americans searched for a sense of higher meaning and a better future for themselves because no one knew what they wanted to do once the hippie movement came to a violent end. After Moon's move to America, he became very politically active. He defended Nixon during the Watergate scandal, which resulted in a shout-out from Nixon, which only served to boost their memberships, which means he was... Moon was like, oh, we he should was all... the Kanye of his day. Yeah, he oh literally was. Oh, my God. He was like, we should, all, we should all forgive Nixon. Like, everyone fucks up. Everyone makes mistakes. Uh, if my whole congregation could just come out and just be like, yo, Jesus... Help my boy Nixon out, and then Nixon came out and he was like, "That was very nice of you." <laughs> you have the perfect shout amount of out, for that. Shouts out, my boy Moon. Is Nixon also the Joker from Batman? <laughs> <laughs> Almost exactly. <laughs> During the seventies and eighties, Moon and this church were publicly sponsoring anti-communist organizations. These acts were actually recognized by President Ronald Reagan, who thanked and credited Moon as helping win the Cold War. He did do that. That was real. Hey, Moon. Thank <laughs> you. From the Gipper. From the Gipper himself. I can't do it. I just sound like I'm whispering. That was a really good Reagan. I was uh, only barely alive for that. <laughs> In 1982, Moon founded the conservative and Christian-oriented newspaper, The Washington Times. Wait, I'm sorry. Moon, oh, I'm thinking of The Post. Yeah, everyone <laughs> thinks of The Post. Okay, Melanie, like, okay. Like, I was like, hold the fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Washington, that the one that people read? <laughs> the Washington Times is actually a popular uh, conservative and Republican newspaper uh, that 
is owned by Sun Myung Moon. So sometimes I'd find articles defending him and I'd be like, wait, <sighs> the Washington Times has continued to thrive and has published numerous columns that reject climate change, promote conspiracy theories, and under West Pruden's 1992 to 2008 editorship, had a strong association with white supremacist groups. Gross! What? Going so far as to write about prominent members of the white supremacy movement and important Confederates. I don't care how much you love white people. Sour cream and tomatoes don't belong on everything. <laughs> Unless they're wrap snacks. <laughs> Uh, they're also known for their theories and outright racially incendiary comments about President Barack Obama. Boo! Yeah, they said some. Don't be mean up to shit. the only president with rhythm. Screw <laughs> you guys. Uh, first of all, Bill Clinton. Oh, that's true. He played he the, the saxophone. saxophone. Yeah, and he also played. He also played he the. He also so played the saxophone. Ay. No, I think you're thinking of Monica Lewinsky playing the skin flute. Hey, poor woman. I'm so sorry. Uh, also in 1982, Moon was convinced... Oh, that's not what that says. Also in 1982, Moon was convicted... Oh, big difference. Yeah, of three counts of falsely filing federal tax returns and one count of conspiracy. He put all of his debts under the church, but all the church's assets under him. So it's this weird thing where he was like, I have no debts, the church has all the debts, but then also I have all the money. So I'm... Moon, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm going to report my taxes this way. And the government took like one look at it and just went, no, dude. <laughs> For sure. Fucking no. Nah. For sure, no. You're going to jail. Uh, however, many prominent Christian leaders claimed that because Moon's religion had a controversial reputation with the public, the jury was religiously biased. This appeal earned Moon only 18 months in prison and a 15 thousand dollar fine uh he only served 13 months by the way that's still Ugh. i mean if you're if the guy running your church went to jail for a year because he was mishandling your funds mm -hmm. don't stay in that church well if the guy that leads your church and claims to be jesus christ himself tries to fuck your teenage daughters yeah leave that church well if he goes to prison for a year for failing to pay his taxes correctly and then also went to prison for uh, adultery a different time. And then also went to a labor camp a separate time. And then also just a bunch of times. Basically, he goes to jail. He goes to jail. He goes to prison. He goes to both. He does them both. He's so dumb. Yep. He's so dumb and people follow him and I hate it. To say that the Unification Church was controversial may be an understatement because... When the church became widespread in America, they earned the derogatory nickname, the Moonies. Which is how we know them. Yeah, they launched a well-funded PR campaign to try and stop the usage of the term, even comparing it to use of the N-word. Yeah, not the same. Not even, it's just like the John Mulaney joke. If you can say one, and you can't even say the other one then one is obviously worse. Well, I'm going to I'm going to argue it this way. You could choose to not publicly identify as a moony and then you wouldn't be called one. You could never just stop identifying as a black person. It's your skin. It's a it's a lack of privilege that you cannot take off. Oh yeah. Uh, many publications including the New York Times try and deter people from using the term, but we're not the New York Times and fuck Sun Young Moon. This piece <laughs> of shit fucking leather-faced asshole fucking Moony bitch. I no, hate him. Leather his face, face is cooler than that. His face kind of does look like it has craters like the moon. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he does have a moon face. He, um, and all of his all of his thoughts are cheesy. <laughs> a, so many liver spots. 
Many anti-cult organizations in America popping up due to many cults. Bad experiences with cults. Mm, that started at the end of the hippie era, accused the Unification Church of using brainwashing methods on their members. Many families begin using deprogrammers to kidnap and deprogram their children and convert them back from the Unification Movement with mixed results. You know what? Deprogramming always has mixed results. That's yeah. kind of the thing. A lot of times, I, because being in a cult is such a personal relationship for a person Mm -hmm. it's kind of like trying to get somebody to break up with a bad significant other don't i know it (laughs) you can't do it until the other people are ready to do it they won't leave until they're ready to leave or else they will always go back it's tough also a lot of these people are not like they're not like a scientology where you are forced to move and like only commune with other moonies they're yeah, like at home yeah so they get like kidnapped from their house well and here's the thing if your life is going okay yeah what's there to convince you to change oh yeah plus another huge thing for a lot of these people who were dedicated christians who have spent their whole life being celibate and moon's like hey man you want you want a wife you want a wife right now and then uh yeah and then that's how he's getting people in here um in 1982, Moon held a mass marriage ceremony for 2,075 couples that was held at Madison Square Garden in New York City, New York. Most of the couples were paired by Moon himself, and many were interracial or even international marriages, which is uh, meaning that some members came from Korea and married people from America whom they had never met before previously. Get that green card! Yeah. Moon held many more mass marriages, which is a fun ceremony to say, a fun word to say, a fun sentence to say, my brain hurts, including one at Yankee Stadium and one in Korea that married 2,500 Korean members with Japanese members to promote unity between the nations. So that one was a fucking, that's wild to me is that he was like oh, I'm a pair of like 5,000 people total together and just be like yo this, this one's for peace dog <laughs> your entire marriage is a cog in the machine that is peace surprisingly a large number of marriages that were ordained by moon are still in place partially because some of them were existing couples and otherwise because one of moon's things is that once you get married you really shouldn't get divorced which is fucking hog wild how ironic that is that's true because he's been divorced how many times he has been if you believe the unification church moon has been married a total of six times because we're not going to get into it on this episode but there was somebody known as second mother uh i'm just not going to go into like the full story because there's so much this this fucking guy's life is so densely packed and shitty things there was a woman known as second mother whose bedroom was directly next to moon and his wife's and the, the walls in their house were so thin that hak Han, when she was being deposed for a lawsuit against her sons later on um mentioned that she could hear the pillow talk going on between her husband and second mother Ugh. eventually hak Han threatened to leave moon and moon had to stop fucking the side chick uh or at least fucking her so publicly Jeez. so she's no longer second mother 
1994, Moon declared that the era of the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity had ended and inaugurated a new organization with a much shorter name. The Family Federation for the World Peace and Unification. Oh, <laughs> fucking fuck! <laughs> the new organization would focus on bringing together members from various religious organizations to work on issues like reconciling people in different religions and the issue of sexual immorality. So, fucking... He really likes to talk about how... He likes to be a fucking hypocrite is what he likes to be. Yeah, well, he claims that this, the divine principle, helped him overcome his sexual desire. Bullshit. Yeah. I should say, I said organization, by the way, because uh can't confirm this all the way, but I'm pretty sure this is how it works, is that Moon and his organization were never officially founded as a church. Very possible. They weren't ever actually accepted into any, like, board of churches. And they're actually, like, in Korea specifically, they were never accepted by any of the boards that represented the Christian councils of the country. And uh, the only reason they were able to get away with it because there were so many New Age religions popping up at the same time, including Beckman Kim, uh, Reverend Lee's, which is another one that we talked about, too. Um, all of this shit. So... He also did a bunch of other fucked up shit that's worth getting into, but we don't have that time, really. I've covered as much as I could the marriage ceremonies, um, the fucked up other stuff that he got into, uh, and Moon died September 3rd, 2012, and is survived by his wife and 17 known children, only 13 of which were from his wife, one of which from his ex-wife, and the other... How many is that? Four. Four? The other four... No, the only... The other three. The other three are confirmed illegitimate children. And then there's almost definitely more. Because there's yeah. reports of him getting, like, two other women pregnant at the same time in 1965. And, like, all the other times that he fucking did stuff. And how he had, like... He had Use women. a condom, fucker. Yeah, he forced women to get like abortions too sometimes. Jeez. Ah uh, man, Hack Ja Han continues to run the church. Yes. Um, is Moon dead? Moon yeah. is dead. Yeah, I said that. Moon died September third, two thousand twelve. Okay. Uh, you know what's really funny about that though is that there was really no good contingency plan for what happens after Moon dies, because if you really piece away each part of this church, it's really not about doing anything good. Really, most things come back to, you should really give me your money and your wife. You yeah. should really do that. Yeah, it's really an, organiz <clears throat> an organization that serves Moon. And so once Moon dies, it's like, well, what is the organization working for? Yeah. You know? And so uh, Hakcha Han, who goes by Dr. Hakcha, Jahan and I don't know the I don't know if that's real or not. I, don't know I, I would almost hundred percent guess that it's not. Especially because she dropped out of medical school at seventeen and then spent her whole life being a fucking the wife of an asshole who cheated on her all the time. Um she leads it, but other true children, which are the children that are 
birthed of the true mother and the true father, which I think is so funny because they're called true children, but it's also got the connotation of they're the only ones that were actually supposed to be his children. Right, right. Um, But they also argue over who was supposed to be able to lead the church to the point where people are using this like insane logic that their father laid out in his time alive to pull these tricks. So um, here is an official post that came from uh, an outlet that is owned by the Family Federation, which is what eventually became of the Unification Church. Right. Um, According to a new message from the spirit world, Sun Myung Moon has declared three years after his death that uh, Hak Jahan is no longer true mother. What? And in fact, Hyung Jin's wife, Yona Lee, is the new true mother. And that's his son? His son's yeah, wife? Yeah, his son's wife. So uh, the, the message says, This is Reverend Sun Myung Moon. I am the returning Lord who accomplished Jesus' mission and completed the providence of restoration on my part as the one that was chosen by God to advance the providence of restoration to the final point. So at least they got how much he writes like shit. They really got that part down. Right. So they basically wrote a fake newsletter from God. Great. And we're like, hey, uh, Hak Jahan isn't true mother anymore. It's actually my oldest, or not even oldest. It's like one of the middle son's wives. Weird. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this is the ultimate form of like, like counterfeiting a note from your parents right it's cool uh so he did that i mentioned earlier that hak jahan had a deposition with uh with her sons because and this is something that we'll write about in or maybe even cover in another episode two of sun young moon's um children actually left the church and use the principles laid down in the church to start their own cult that is a gun-based religion. Fantastic. And they have, instead of marriage blessing ceremonies, they have gun blessing ceremonies. I've seen the pictures Where of you this. just see a giant sea of people in, like, suits. With and AKs. Ride with, like, the AR-15s. Oh, is AR-15s, the guns they use. sorry. He himself owns a golden AR-15 and a gold crown made out of bullets. Great. That is the leader. Uh, The lawsuit right now is because the symbol for the church is the symbol for the Unification Church, but then they just changed the lines into two AR-15s. Amazing. (laughs) And it is the most insane way to fucking do this shit. So that... Finally, thank Christ, ends the Unification Church or the Holy Spirit Association for the Unification of World Christianity or Family Federation for the World Peace and Unification slash the Moonies. The fucking Moonies. I feel like that title, like the length of that title is as long as some young moon uh, lasts in bed. That's way too long. <laughs> I was gonna say for a dude who's probably a pretty shitty lay, he got laid a lot. Yeah. Well, 
He's a real quantity over quality type of guy. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Oh, man. That'll finally... I feel like I've taken in so much information that every time I even put on a hat, it rips in half. (laughs) (laughs) Head's too big. Um, And then I have to dance. And then I have to dance. Gotta dance it out. Dance it out. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Cool, we're done, guys. <laughs> we finally did it. How do you guys feel about it? Exhausted. I'm, I'm yeah. exhausted with his nonsense. Uh, I think what I was trying to say earlier is that if you read all 42 parts, your brain will start to hurt because of the way that he starts sentences and like his fucking insane pathways of logic and mental gymnastics are fucking mind-boggling they hurt they hurt they hurt the thing is is he's it doesn't make sense he's just saying whatever he feels like he needs to to manipulate everyone around him so it's like it doesn't it just doesn't track there's no rhyme or reason to it yeah it's oh man i can go on for hours about how uh much i hate everything about all of this yeah for sure for sure. Well, uh, yeah, no sense in delaying anything else. That was the Moonies. I hope you guys liked it. Um, we have a lot of really cool. Yeah, we've got some really cool stuff coming up. Uh, so you know, keep your eye out. There'll be fun stuff. Yeah, we also have a bunch of stuff that's here now, like our brand new spanking new website. Woo-hoo! Yeah, we have an official website. It's uh, coldpodcastshow.com. You can go there and read the article that I talked about earlier. You can also find uh, the information for this episode, information about us. Uh, a couple things that we're going to put up there as a directory. So if you're looking for an episode on a cult that you don't know if we've covered before, you can find it there. Um, we're also going to, I'm going to have to figure out how to make this work, but I want to have a calendar for each of us where it talks about where we will be. Right. So I'll set that up with you guys, uh, Google calendar for each of us so we can figure out like, you know, where, who's going to be where. So, um, you can do all that fun stuff, find a way to contact us, send us stuff. If you want to send us a package full of rap based snacks, yes, like we got in a bonus episode that you'll get. If you uh, want to send us bullet crowns. Yeah. Oh, bullet crowns. I wear the fuck out of a bullet crown. Oh my god, yes. If you wanted to send us an AR-15, don't. Just don't do it. Just don't. don't. But please send us the expired round bullet crowns. Um, and the gold. Just send yeah, us the gold. the gold. I like gold. Um, we haven't released this bonus episode. Maybe... Okay, well, send us a bullet crown and then listen up for my bonus episode talk about my... F- previous experiences with bullets oh yeah yeah hopefully those episodes come out because i really need to get on that <laughs> um if you want to yell at me for not releasing the bonus episodes or <laughs> if you want to uh pay for my therapy or a brain massage <laughs> because of how much injury i've done to myself through reading these uh then you can contact me or follow me or keep up with me or whatever on social media twitter and instagram at mondo does stuff m-a-n-d-o does stuff if you want to send me pictures of bullet crowns that is very much in my wheelhouse of interest you can send them to uh at page wesley on twitter or at rampage wesley on instagram if you want to send me more memes about how people from the Midwest talk, you can send them to me <laughs> at Sundress Comic on all the platforms. You pass the branch. You can also just whisper it into the nearest block of cheese. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow the show, you can do so on Instagram at Cold Podcast. 
or on Twitter at Cult Podcast Show. You can also shoot us an email with a recommendation for a cult, which is how we found out about the Moonies, or at least I found out about the Moonies, um, or anything else uh, that you want to send us. You can email it to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. If you want to send us bullet crowns, wrap snacks, any other kinds of snacks, letters, pictures of your junk that are actual hard copies what? Uh, wait no. what i don't, don't know that. i don't want to no see dick pics that. okay well we can talk about this later anyway oh god <laughs> send that to 3756 west avenue 40 suite k number 237 like, like the, the shining, shining. los angeles california 90065 Oh. <laughs> I'm so unfair. If you want to find that address or our email address or anywhere else to contact us, you can also find it on our website, cultpodcastshow.com. Paige, have you started a dick scrapbook at your home? <laughs> uh, so I think for this one, we'll say don't drink cleansing or the, the, the blood, the cleansing. blood, blood like, cleansing. Don't drink cleansed blood or oh. any blood. You could get diseases that way. Uh, and do drink, no, don't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> if your only choices are blood or Kool-Aid, drink Kool-Aid. But most of the time, don't drink the Kool-Aid. We fucking flip-flopped here. <laughs> Yikes. Episode, what is this? Episode 64. Do drink the Kool-Aid. Just fucking do what you want. I don't know your life. Oh, man. Uh, and yeah, that should be it. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.